Good evening and welcome to Horror. I am still Lee. I am probably Adam. And I am Chris and I was ill but I'm now raring to go. You look dead, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. You look I, absolutely I feel awful. great. <laughs> Are you just are you just re- having that? Have you just got that recovery bounce? Yeah, where it's yeah, like I felt so fucking ill that mm. now now I'm just back to the standard aches, pains, you know, washed out feeling. Well, I'm trying to work out if it's actually all illness or if hay fever's just kicked in in a big way because yes. I was in Norfolk and there was a lot of rapeseed around, and <laughs> I've started taking antihistamines and I'm sure I get drowsy even with the non-drowsy ones, so it could be uh-huh. a whole mixture of fun things. <laughs> that are absolutely killing you right Fun now. Fun with rapeseed oil. Um, so we are doing something a bit different this week. Uh, we decided we kind of glossed over our two years um, and we thought it would be nice to actually sit down and reflect on the things that we've seen and the things that we've discussed <laughs> and how Chris is finding it all, really. Yeah, because we're reasonable men. We're we've just seen some unreasonable things. things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is a very from the hip episode. Uh, we've not prepared anything. We literally just decided to do this when everyone arrived today. So um, yeah, don't expect too much. Don't be too harsh with us. It's just a bit of fun for us to sit down and have a, a general overall catch up. Sounds like fun. I'm excited. You, you sound <laughs> very excited. Um, before we go any further, a uh, couple of shout outs we'd like to do. Um, one, Joe Watson. Um, uh, our friend uh, over on Instagram we want to say hi to him um, and thank him very much for his lovely feedback that we received yeah, yeah. It was, uh, no it was just lovely to see wasn't it it was it, it really brightened my day <laughs> yeah it was uh, where I go um, also um, and also thanks to Adam Adam Laws who you know friend of the show a uh, former guest on the show yeah. uh, who uh, com- uh, complimented uh, said happy two year anniversary <laughs> um, uh, yeah and uh, yeah Joe put uh, by far my favourite podcast every fortnight isn't enough keep up the good work fellas that's it and two he's, thumbs up and we know where they're going he's motivating <laughs> us thank you very much Joe yeah and he's uh, sort of like we're, when sort of talking back and forth we said it's a great podcast like guys in a pub talking horror and I can see why yeah yeah yes uh, he also did say, um, have we thought about doing books? Ah, see, now, I was discussing this yesterday following that uh, comment with Lady Jennifer. Uh-huh. Um, because I'd like, I would like to do a book episode. However, as I'm sure I've mentioned before, I don't read as much as I'd like to. So, on my limited knowledge, but Jennifer gets through, like, a book every three days or something. This so, could be the reason to. It could be, because that's, that's what I said. I was like, oh, it'd be great if we all read a book. I was like, yeah, except I know for me to read it a book takes, takes about four book. months. So, um, But maybe, well, maybe even if we were to do, because, I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a lot in there. Mm. And speaking of books, this is something that we didn't bring up on the last show and I think needs to be addressed. Mm. Sorry to go tangential, but I think it's, it's basically a tangential episode, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, have you seen... The posters for Pet Cemetery, yes, or Pet Cemetery, um, <laughs> or Pet Cemetery, oh, yeah, in which yeah. people just cloned the pet they had previously. And, <laughs> um, they um, where it's the the sort of 
sell tagline at the top is based on a book by the author of it. Yeah. yeah. Like Stephen King's name doesn't sell anymore. Yeah, like nobody knows who he is. Yeah. I, I think that just goes to I think that goes to to show and speaks a lot towards who they're aiming these films at. Mm. That they're like, oh, people saw it, but they probably, the people who yeah, really enjoyed it probably it didn't was... know who Stephen King is. So let's make it absolutely idiot-proof for them. Yeah, but then that's, I think they're insulting them. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, that's you're care? too thick to have gathered that. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll spell it out to you like that. So, so when they bit... released it, though, did they mention Stephen King? I believe they did. I mean, Stephen King was obviously mentioned a lot about it, but it was there was no way of not, I suppose, because it because it was also, you know, there was the TV version. Yeah. And so, but then obviously, Pet, Pet Cemeteries. This is the second ver, like yeah. version, not a filmed version of it. So there is an original of that as well, but I don't know. But I I wonder if it's the interesting thing that never I never got to mention it on the episode. Evil Dead. Hmm was originally going to be called Book of the Dead. And the producer said, don't call it that because people won't want to go and see a liter- uh, 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 like, uh, an adaption or like <laughs> anything to do with books and thinking and stuff. So call it something else. So it's obviously something that's been an ongoing factor for yeah. some time, so I don't know. But it was also just the fact that it was based on a novel by yeah. the bloke who wrote it. Like it's like, Oh, did you know he did another book? <laughs> Stephen fucking King. You could populate a library with him. Yeah, it is kind of worrying. And But as you say, it, it is insulting to... But, but I wonder... I think because that the It remake hit such a wide audience... It did very well, yeah. I think that's... Like you were saying, like, oh, I can't remember if his name was particularly attached to it. I think because for us it's so synonymous... Yeah. Like, it, everybody knows Stephen King wrote should it. it so. Should it be because he's upsetting people on Twitter? Is he? Well, he's, he he's very left-wing, and so he upsets lots of right-wing people. Oh, is he? No, well, he, he certainly this... posts a lot of, you know, anti-right-wing thinking. Possibly. Well, I mean, and th- th- to be honest, that's quite worrying as well. Where it's yeah. like, oh, we don't want to sell it on the basis of someone, you know... <laughs> being a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. essentially, yeah. <laughs> but it's like Stop Ricky's being race, inclusive, you bastard. Posting all about, you know, saving animals. and But he, can, an get, he can get away with saying whatever he wants because he's in charge of, you know, yeah. what he's doing mostly. But I think also, yeah, I think Stephen King's gone beyond the point of untouchable to mm. a certain extent. He's going to sell whatever and people yeah, are going yeah. to adapt his stuff, whatever, and so on. But and so, so is forth. he actually still writing books? I believe so. I mean, I don't know. He may have even... I mean, he, he probably is of an age of retirement, but I yeah. don't think... I think it's one of those things where you're sort of driven. Mm. You just do it. You know, you're sort of like... Even yeah. if even if he's not... Even if he's not been sort of, you know, commissioned or he hasn't got a publisher or something like that, or he probably is still just jotting shit down because it just... It's so such be. an intrinsic part of your life. You can't mm. just... It's not like another job where you just do your nine to five and when you retire you can just step away from it. I don't yeah. think writing's like that. I think it's too much of a an all encompassing part of your life. I think it'd be but again, as you say, yeah, because I don't read a lot, as we've already discussed, yeah, I don't really keep up to date with what's coming out. So Yeah, well, I wondered because obviously I wouldn't necessarily know, but um I don't know of any new films from him from his new books if he had written any. 
I don't know. I mean, I think also there was... I mean, weirdly enough, I think it may have revived... It has definitely revived Stephen King adaptions no, because they had got yeah. to a point. But then I think that might have been... That might have been law of diminishing returns against what was being adapted. Yeah. Because you had stuff like Salem's Lot, Carrie, The Shining, all these big right, like, yeah. like yeah. ones. And even stuff like The Running Man and things like that. They're all based on... Some of them are uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, because um, he th- that was one of the ones he wrote under the alias, wasn't it? Because he writes under Richard Barkman or something like that, or Blackman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so there was all uh, stuff. So there, there was quite a few. The Mist, I yeah. think, was a Richard Barkman book. And uh, but also there is there was a lot of stuff like there was thinner, um, yeah. the Mangle or the Mangler. Which I really want to see now because I've never seen it, and apparently, it's just it's really good and really funny, mm. and Robert Englund's in it, and it's just nice to see Robert Englund in stuff anyway. Yeah, but yeah, sort of. But when when your villain is a is a is a clothes mangler, <laughs> you know, at that point it's the fam is it Family Guy or American Dad? It's Family Guy, isn't it? Where it's like Stephen King. At his agents, and it's like, yeah. right, what's your next one? Uh, the lamp. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, you've run out of ideas, haven't you? And I think, yeah, there was a lot of there's. Uh, so I think that there was a time where the adaptions, that as people just chewed through them, that you were then. It's like it's a Stephen King adaption, yeah, but it's like the story no one cares about, yeah. or it's like based on a short story that no one read mm. or yeah yeah he wrote two two pages and you've yeah. now made three films at two and a half hours each yeah it's a very yeah. he had a really heavy coke bill that week <laughs> and so he wrote this for like under an alias for a magazine <laughs> just you know that's the thing is i always think there's a there's an interesting thing because you've got so many people where so many um writers who do erotica under an alias yeah I think that they should look into that as adaptions. So it'd just be like, you know, from the man who brought you it, Clam Lapis 3. So. Well, we'll be discussing those type of films on our next episode. Uh, oh, when, you know that when, as well then, yes. do you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Cause oh. I, yeah, I was quite shocked. Yeah. But anyway, that's there another that's another episode and another story. for the next episode. Um, so, yeah, so a, a book episode would definitely be something yeah. that I would be... Uh, Joe suggested the Hellbound Heart. That's what I was going to say. Is like in terms of like we could do maybe like pick three short stories of M. R. James or Poe or something like that. Yeah. And the Hellbound Heart is reasonably short as well. That's like a novella, so I think it's like 120 pages or something like that. It's not a long, book. Mm. and that would be interesting because I'd love to do Hellraiser is a film I'd love to do anyway. Yeah, but. I would doing the Hellbound Heart and then Hellraiser as well would be interesting just to see because mm. I because recently I um I got the radio adaption of it uh, like that someone did oh you mentioned it yeah, yeah. and um that was that stuck to the Hellbound Heart mm. like the and it's weird because it was all like oh shit I didn't realise that because like Kirsty in the book is like a friend of the main character she's not the daughter oh really yeah and there's a lot it's it's not it's noticeably different yeah because it does put a different edge on things and stuff like that but yeah yeah i'd definitely be up for uh for giving that a go it sounds like yeah. a good idea we should put that in the book yes um but we have just been look, working on our schedule and we are currently carried up to august so if we don't do it anytime soon it, it is coming um 
but yeah we've just it's like sting it is coming we just don't know when yes but thank you very much we do appreciate it. um also just very quickly um we did have some other feedback and some uh constructive criticism from friend of the show daryl um we shall be taking that on board um and we have discussed that off mic so thank you very much for that um, and also, we had some feedback from Adam Laws, who we discussed earlier, mm -hmm. um, who also said that he really likes the new Lee being a lazy prick version of not editing the show, um, because it feels more natural and more, you know, uh, so sexy. So that it was more a sexy. deliberate choice to improve the show. It was, yeah. Anything. It was nothing to do with loads. Thank you, Adam. We appreciate that. You he's certainly always, do. He's always got my back. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, also we have had a hashtag ask question, so oh, yeah. shall we cover that quickly before yes. we get into a roundup? Yes, I Chris looks, know. you've got that face like you're tripping balls, oh. like you just keep realising that you're not quite in the reality that you think you are. Are well, you alright? Well, that's because you just said read an, an ask and then I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, that's alright, I've written it down, so it's fine. Excellent. And I don't remember what it was either, so... Excellent, then it's just as well written Was it down. actually mentioned by anyone? Uh, it was, it's in the Kurt Army group. Mm, um, we are a part of the, of the British uh, oh, contingency, contingency of um, of the Kurt Army. We are part of the chat group for such. Um, yes. And on that, we received the following question. What movies or scenes mindfucked you as a child? When you say mindfucked, like as in so scary or just messed with your I, sense of reality i would yeah i would say scary but okay. i want anything that really impacted you well I, i've used it i think twice before but the michael jackson turning from michael jackson into the werewolf yes. was just the the weirdest and scariest just because i'd never been able to visualize the way that would happen like the process of it happening yeah. i got what a werewolf looks like once it's a werewolf yeah. and what a human looks like but just didn't get the bit in between where it was this twisted weird messed yeah. up thing so yeah that that was de definitely the scariest um, well you've Adam? got you've got um, obviously that was the same team who brought you yeah American Werewolf in London but they'd already done American Werewolf in London so they were able to refine it yeah. and it is it's funny you say that because it is when you think about it that is the on American Werewolf, the cover is the mid-transformation. Mm. It's not the wolf. Yeah. It's yeah. the halfway point. So, because that is the most terrifying yeah, element. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that face, again, you know, that's... Uh, funny enough, I was. this was something that came up um, in conversation on the Kurt Army thing, and it was something that was, I didn't realise quite how much taglines stuck with me mm. and fucked me up as a kid. Because there was, like, the burning... Which was what we were talking about the film The Burning on there, which is a uh, 70s slasher movie. It's kind of based on The Legend of Cropsey. Um, okay. And um, it's it's an earlier sort of. Uh, I've never seen it, yeah. I, I, uh, but um, I'll find the, the tagline because I, I had to look it up because I knew that there was something about it that the sort of the cover had disturbed me or what yeah it sort of stuck with me and made me slightly disturbed by the whole thing and it was yeah that was it a brutal horrific act made him kill and kill and kill but the bit that stuck with me was a brutal horrific act see i don't know what, what has gone know? on yeah 
but that obviously just played with my mind where I'd seen it because it used to be sort of like you'd go around the video shop and all the horror films are the ones that draw your attention. Yeah, always. So you've got like the, co- the cover of American Werewolf looked fucking terrifying because yeah. it's that face. And yeah, so that sort of stuck with me. And the other one that really fucking haunted me was Demons. Um, you know the Italian oh, yeah, sort of zombie yeah. film, uh, Argento produced film. And... Um, the tagline for that is the cities will be your tombs no your cities will be your tombs and it was like and I I just remember like I'd seen that and for some reason it just I remember fucking like coming home from like we'd been to my nans or whatever like Mm. that and just like at night looking out and it was like and it was like a quiet Sunday there was no one around and it was like that's fuck yeah. Gee, oh no. What if everyone's dead? What if they're coming for us? Oh shit. Oh, yes. oh. And, but yeah. But that, so weirdly enough, a lot of that, I think it's that idea thing that used to fuck with me more. Mm. And again, it's that, it's that same thing of you build shit up to the point where it's like it can never be as nasty as you think it is in yeah. your head. Well,. Mm. Probably, I mean, probably not. No, but you know, there's sort of like this. You can definitely make it really crazy. In your yeah. Head, yeah, I'd imagine if I'd have seen either of those films, they'd have probably Been, disturbed me or frightened yeah, me or whatever but like that. Not to the but point. they had, wouldn't have stuck with me for the best part of like well, thirty odd years, you know, forty odd years, and it's like, yeah, that's oddly powerful. Hmm. But I think that mostly, I mean, there was a lot. Of, I do remember the uh, watching the Vincent Price stuff as a kid, like the um, the Poe cycle and things. Yeah, and that always that always had a queasy. I think we said about that when we covered yeah. those. They always had a sort of like slightly, I don't feel particularly well. Yeah, feel to them. They're a bit like delirium. Yeah, yeah. And again, that was that was something that was sort of like I think fucked me up a lot as a kid. I I just wanted to come back to the American Wolf in London because since we've seen that being able to compare it with Thriller um, mm. it almost like you said they, they'd they already learned how to do it mm. and they did sort of redo that very effectively um, but what changed it slightly was the fact that American Werewolf because it's a bit of a comedy when he was changing in my head it was like somehow this is a joke moment and then if it wasn't it's like that's yeah. even worse because yeah. he's actually now going through something so horrific for him see that's funny you say that because that was going to be my moment that got to me for, for very much the same sort of reason so one thing that really did unnerve me as I don't know probably 10 years old or so when I saw it I watched The Gate oh yeah love that film it's brilliant it doesn't sound scary it's not scary it's completely daft but there is one character in it that comes out so <coughs> so basically a guy it's a kid, and they're in a new-built house, and they find a big, um, what are those big stone things called? Um, it's like a big rock. When you break it open, it's full of crystals. Oh. A moonstone. Geodes. Yeah, geodes, or whatever it is. So he finds one of those and cracks it open, and when he does, it releases all these goblin things so from under the ground. To yeah. To where dimension. all these goblins come from. And they're not scary at all, but his friend has told him that somebody died while the houses were being made and they'd walled him up in one of the houses. And at one point, so it's these stupid little daft goblin things and it's in no way scary at all. But at one point, he has, a, a, I think it is, oh no, it's not a hallucination. 
the goblins have all melded together to make a life-size person, but you don't know that. And all of a sudden, it's just this dead blue builder just comes smashing through the plaster ball to get him. Yeah, and then I think he hits him with something and he turns into a load of goblins like it's dull. <coughs> but yeah, because the whole film is so daft, when that guy comes out it through the wall, a, it's mm, so... Yeah. Oh, shit. I wasn't expecting that, especially because I lived in a new build house at the time. I'd lived there two years, All and we had sudden, exactly yeah. the same stories. We had mm. an air raid shelter at the end yeah. that was full of rubble, and nobody would go in there because everyone said it was so haunted. So, I, so it was there for three years or something. I never once st- set foot in it. Yeah. So I think it rang true with made it me. real yeah. feeling. Yeah. And again, and just sticking it in the middle of this really daft movie, I was like, whoa, no, I don't like that at all. That's... I remember... Um, uh, I, and I think there's two two more that I can really think of, and what, one was, and this is someone doing their job properly, mm. the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. Yes, because I we actually went to see that I think in Leicester Square. Mm. Like, it was like sort of week it came out or whatever like that, and we specifically went because, and it was weird because I hadn't seen Empire. Mm. but Sarah was a big Star Wars fan so I'd seen Star Wars and yeah. had the figures and stuff like that so we went to see Return of the Jedi and um, yeah the Emperor is just so fucking horrifying yes as a as, you know he is just it's irredeemably evil yeah. it is it's essentially an evil wizard or witch sort of a thing mm. and then you've got the fucking lightning bolts yeah. and yeah. Mark Hamill does agony really fucking well at that point and yeah I remember that that fucking really fucking disturbed me and the other weird one Superman 3 when the woman gets turned into a robot yeah that that was really weird (laughs) I think it's because there's a because it's weird because again like you say it's a fucking daft movie it's the it's Richard Pryor's in it yeah and you know people are pissing about up to that point up to that point it's pretty fun yeah and then but, but weirdly enough, when all the fucking when she's being turned into a robot, it's oddly like fucking Tetsuo or something like that. It's like proper wires going yeah. across faces and yeah. sort of yeah. And the idea of the computer almost becoming alive, and yeah, doing it, and it's like yeah, there's something bigger going on here. Yeah, than... and that had a real that I really found fucking. I was like, what? What I never the... understood, and I possibly still don't. Because yeah. now I'm trying to think of it. She had, or was it Superman? Had, was it? Like some fish? No, he's what got a flask it? of acid. Oh right, okay. But I it's like it's like could it's not some get fish because it, it looks like, a bit like, like a lava lamp because it's got yeah. like sort of shapes in, in it. it. So, but yeah. then it sort of started bubbling up somewhere or something. Yeah, because it's it. like you have to he they have to get it to a certain temperature and then uh, it fucking explodes. Oh, so, okay. right. but it was it was meant to be that they were just going to pour acid because acid was the only thing that could destroy the. the the computer, yeah, obviously, because right. you know, that no, sense I mean, now, fucking hell, just get an average office worker to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Latest Windows update. Yeah, right yeah. yeah, get Sophos on there. <laughs> screw it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what about you, Mr. Lee? Yeah, I don't see, I've, I've given this some thought as well over the last few days, and I, I can't think of anything that really creeped me out in that sort of way when I was younger. I don't think anything really... as I, You know, as I've said with the... You know, obviously, growing up watching the... how Watching the special effects and how stuff yeah. was made. So, yeah, it just never... Re- I'll tell you the one thing that did used to really weird me out, though, um, was the massive crab 
scorpion thing at the end of Howard the Duck. Oh, I don't remember that. I thought you were going to say um, Dark Crystal because they're really good. Those craps in that. Yes. Um, yeah. But... No. It's. Um... Oh, yeah. yeah see, you see if you can get a picture Bring it of it. Let's see if we can find it. But incidentally, that's always a good one if you want to piss off people who ask you what your star sign is. Say, I'm Howard the Duck. Rather than, you know, Aries the Ram. Cancer <laughs> the Crab. I'm Howard the Duck. Let's see if we can find a picture. Oh, I don't know what the hell that was. That was that. That was a picture of was you. Pictures you of us look. coming back from. No, that was a picture of you fingering yourself, <laughs> <laughs> dressed as one of the baseball furies from. <laughs> I'm always from dressed the... as one of the <laughs> yeah. baseball furies. <laughs> yes. How the duck? I think you need to add scorpion in there or whatever. Crab. Adam, I think you're really taking advantage of this. Yeah, non-edited. Look, this is. <coughs> Ooh. So basically, it. Oh, see, I can't even find it now. It's because you've only Googled Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck and then Monster, Monster. End, or end or something like that. He looks a bit creepy as it goes in. I think it's the movement of it that I didn't like. So, yeah, so basically, it's a guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he starts what? turning into this bleeding thing. Mm. That's fucking cool. Because he's an overlord from another country. But yeah, just the way it moved, because it's all old. Um, is that another one where you wouldn't have expected that after the rest of the film? Or oh, oh yeah, the... no, because he gets weird all the way. So basically, yeah. it's a doctor. I think he gets struck by lightning or something, and ultimately this overlord thing gets inside him. And as the film goes uh, goes through, he just becomes more and more powerful and weird. And then at the end, he explodes into a giant. I did not imagine that would be in. See, Howard the Duck was one of those weird films, though, where it was kind of marketed as. Oh, it's a kids' film yeah, because the main character is a puppet duck. But he, he, there is. Doesn't it's, hasn't he got a, like a human girlfriend and they're actually in bed together and stuff? Yeah, and, yeah, all that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, he works at a, he works at a sauna place or something where he's always having to clean up after whatever people do in the sauna. Like oh, well, like a massage parlor sort of yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's a it's, it's a, a really yeah, strange film and it's totally weird film. Yeah, which, which it might have also been why I found it so completely weird and yeah, uh, but that's pretty eerie. cool actually. I like it. Yeah, and a good monster design. It is very good, but it's not worth watching the film to get. to. No, I kind of I was kind of gonna. I stick, think it's stick it's to my guns on that. Jones is uh, is very yes. good. But yeah, everything else about it is yeah. Wrong. Well, it's there was that thing, wasn't there? There was uh, supposedly the law of films beginning with H always flop. But the only oh, ones, really? but the only ones they had examples of was Howard the Duck and Hudson Hawk. And it was like, <laughs> surely there's more fucking films with H in the title. Let's have a look House. up here on House. my. There you go. Well, House, the I Howling. Can, mind you, we've, no, we've, got, with we've got to find a hit. Howling. We've got to find a hit, haven't we? That's the thing. It's got to be like they said. It's box office flops, or I oh, mean, I don't know. You, how, mean, yeah. you know, so, possibly. so there's got to be like some blockbuster. Hatchet, Hatchet did particularly well. Hereditary, that did yes. well, didn't it? Yeah, see, load of balls. Yeah. Oh no, it's bollocks. Yeah. Someone just didn't like Howard the Duck and wanted to. And Hudson Hawk. And Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Well, I can kind of understand it with Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, following two years now, Chris of. Um, of watching two years, two years of watching movies. Uh, this is our. This, oh, actually, this is our forty ninth episode, I believe. 
No, this is our 39th episode. 40-something. No, or 47 Friday the Friday the 13th, so Kevin in the Woods must be... Yeah, Kevin in the Woods 48. is 48, yeah. So this is yeah. 49. Yeah, so yeah. there we go. 49th. Wow. See, we should have just done this as our 50th episode, shouldn't we, and just put That's... the other one in first? Well, we still we could. could. We could do, we that. Could do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, forget the the. Uh, this is our fiftieth episode. Wow, bloody hell! Amazing. As you can see, we work on the fly. Disorganised bunch of pricks. That's no, I, I, like, I, like, I like to think we're organ. I think we are very good at improvising. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's a better way of looking at it. Yeah. Which is Makes helpful. Sound less like I, I love that. It was a, we're very good at improvising, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, yeah. So over the last fifty episodes, Chris, what uh, what of these movies have stood out particularly to you? Well, I think we're going to need to go back through because Cabin in the Woods is sticking out a little too much. Yes. And, oh, and I can't over that override everything else. All of the gems we've been through. Okay, so let's have a quick recap of everything we've covered to date. So our first episode was uh, Woman in Black. Yeah, so that that was a good start. That yeah, that's what I thought. It's because uh, I again I I know that Adam and I are big fans of like the Victorian Gothic mm, yeah. classic style. So that was a good place to start. Um, then the Wolfman. So we recorded twice. Yeah, I still really <laughs> like the film, but it it didn't feel horror enough for me at no. the time. Uh, yeah, I think maybe maybe we came in early on the cl- on, on a classic uh, so, there. So I yeah, probably, no, I I probably did. didn't help that because I was saying that I really wanted to aim towards those. Yes, but, but we should have but, worked you towards But, but it's still more. not clear whether I ever will be able to find something like that it, because the horror aspect, it doesn't have the style that I'm used to and I just don't know how I can possibly get back to that. Whereas the actual film, if I don't think of it as horror, I thought it was great because I really like yeah. the psychological aspect. I think I think it is just it's possible that how how so alien it is mm. in so much as everything about it is not how movies oh, yeah. are done yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's not just it's black and white or it's old or whatever like that. It is literally the characters. Are yeah, the be... you, yeah. I mean, well, no, when we were talking about it at the time, it was like this is dodgy as fuck <laughs> you know the sort of where it's like basically sort of like here's your hero yeah he's spying on her in her pants well, yeah. and he goes around and tells her I'll yeah, spine yeah. on you in your pants it does it does break some of the the spell yeah I think a little bit but, but again and that's where if it's funny enough then that still seems to work as we've said with um, yeah uh, Bride of was it Bride, Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein. yeah yeah um, so yeah, it does depend. There's there's perhaps an uncanny valley for me where I can't quite get into it with one expectation. Mm. But yeah, if I think of it a different way, I still do think it's a good film and a good story. But I probably would have left out the the bits that were meant to be scary, which I'm sure they were at the time. Yeah. You know? I th- oh, definitely. And I think there was. I think it was also because it was the first time these things were actually yeah. appearing yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Like that is amazing, you know, for what they did. And it's, but I think, yeah, I, I, it's much the same with if you go far back enough with telly, you know, it's it's a similar sort of medium. And yeah. there are sort of things where it's like you'll watch certain things, you watch stuff from the 60s, 70s, even the 80s, and it'd be like, even the 90s, 
you know, you sort of stuff where it's like, no, the language of TV's changed, or yeah. this yeah. would have been. Uh, case in point, there's um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which they did as a two-hour film a few years back with Gary Oldman and everyone. Yeah. It was really, really great. But Alec Guinness did a series, like a, a TV adaption of it. Yeah. And I don't think there's that much difference in terms of plot and in terms of what goes on in the film mm. versus the series. But the series was like four hours. Wow. You know, or like so, and even at the time when you had stuff like they adapted. Um, the first two Doctor Who Dalek stories with Peter Cushing. Yeah. And again, there's very little that gets left out, but you can cut... In a movie, they were covering it in like an hour and a half mm. rather than six or seven episodes like at 25 minutes apiece. Yeah. And again, I think everything... And it's... Yeah, everything speeds up. Uh, the one thing I would be interested to see is in the future if people still have the same problem that we all do. We've... What's he saying? Is he just muttering? What the fuck? Why is this so loud? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like when we find out that Christopher Nolan's actually got something wrong with his head. Yeah. It's like, well, I can hear him perfectly. <laughs> 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 um, yes, we shall... Uh... Do you think the music's too quiet? No, Chris. <laughs> I don't. I've got to admit, that is one thing that annoys me. Yeah, is when you you do have that where the music is so loud that yeah you almost and you spend your whole time with your hand on the remote either yeah. putting it up or it drives me nuts. Um, in the end, that's how I've discovered how many films don't have subtitles with them. Because in the end, it's like well, if we put the subtitles on, then I don't have to keep pushing it up and down, and I'm yeah. not going to wake anyone up. Yes, so. good idea. Um, so from there we went on to Prince of Darkness next. Well, we went. To, we did also go and see uh, Jakob Albin's yeah. uh, yes. horror, and uh, that is our only live. That was yeah. We should yeah. show yeah. Um, yeah, which was pretty amazing, really. I have just bought tickets for next weekend. Uh-huh. Um, we are going to Night of the Living Dead, the Ooh. stage show. Oh, uh, right. and we have got tickets in the Splatter Zone. <laughs> um, so I think Jennifer and I may do a bonus episode on that yeah. in oh, a cool. similar yes. vein to that just oh, do a quick cool. Where's, whereabouts uh, it's in London fair enough no idea it's a London's tiny glittering West End <laughs> it's a tiny theatre I think it holds like 50 people or something it's tiny yeah um, yeah so we'll be we'll be doing that um, yeah following how much fun we had uh, at horror yeah I think that'll be good um, sorry, yeah, so then Prince of Darkness we went to, yep. heading into the 80s with all the bravado that we should. Yeah. With, with uh, your first, your so first that, John Carpenter. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, your fir- yeah, first exposure to John Carpenter, your first exposure to, um, I can't think of his name, the guy f- who's also in big trouble. That's nah, gone. Um, sorry, I just suddenly realised, talking about, and I was saying, oh yeah, things that I found uh as a kid that really messed with me and mm-hmm. i completely forgot yet yeah, the closing scene of prince of darkness oh, where yeah. it's the t it's like a tv report on what's happening and yeah, it's all out right. of focus and yeah. buzzy i remember that as a kid finding that particularly unnerving again after a film that i that i didn't find particularly scary there was something about that scene 
that yeah, made but, it really uncomfortable. Again, this is. I think there's something about. I was reading. Well, well I've read loads of bollocks, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like a good pretentious read now and then. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something to be said for when things, especially for our generation, and probably and probably Chris's as well, <laughs> videotape. Yeah. Feels real. Yes. Because that's how the news was. Yeah. Because at that point, outside broadcast had moved on. And weirdly enough, there was a flip side thing for older generations where if they saw something on film, mm. it made it seem more documentary. Yeah. Because the TV studio stuff was all done on videotape. Mm. And then like when they would go outside, they would have to use a film camera. Yeah. So sporting events and things like that and the news, they were all using film cameras. So as soon as you put film into it, you're like, it's, yeah. that feels more real. And then it sort of flipped once the technology so, was so there. Wait, what was the difference though? Because I know you got the frames per second difference. So there, there isn't slower, which there, made them seem more surreal. Or it's weird. There's just it's just that there is there's it's there's the a color palette as yeah, well. Which okay. just there's like a different. sort of weird graininess to it. It's very difficult to explain, but it's really easy to spot. Yeah, especially because okay. they they actually I'll uh, I'll see if I can find it for you. There's a brilliant there's a Monty Python sketch. Where they are in the studio, and then one of them looks outside and looks out the window, and then and it's it on film. It's like, yeah. gentlemen, okay. we are surrounded by film. <laughs> and then, because yeah, it used because it was always a great thing as well. You'd always spot it in sort of TV shows where it'd be like someone's having a fight on the castle ramparts yeah. where they've actually gone out to Lee's castle and filmed it. And then they go through a door, and then they're back in the studio, and everything's a lot it, more yeah. sort of glary and cardboardy and everything. Yeah. And it's sort of yeah, it is. It, it did just feel completely. As you're saying, you don't get it now, but yeah, inside and outside on on TV used mm. to be so glaringly different. And the, and I think also yeah, because they they would sort of like they wanted to improve how stuff was done in the studio because of that, mm. but at the same time video technology was a lot easier to use on outside broadcast so it sort of flipped over yeah. so the news had that sort of glare to it whereas the program wouldn't mm. and i think yeah that's probably what with the john carpenter thing because it's that weird because it is that bits on on vhs yeah that bit's like a camcorder yeah, almost yeah. so that kind of feel that's like you found that tape in a wood yes and hoped it was porn <laughs> and instead and it, it was, was the yeah what about the pornocalypse <laughs> Um, God damn it! Um, Sorry. <laughs> and then the devil rides out. Absolute classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was your first bit? Of, first bit of Christopher Lee. Yeah. Certainly from yeah. out from on the show. I mean, obviously, you, you must have him. encountered him in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars <laughs> yeah. and, and the other nine hundred odd films that he's made. <laughs> um, Legend of Hell House seems an odd choice now when I think back about so, it to have placed it where I did, but. So that was what you'd call a slasher, yeah? Is that right? What, the Legend of Hell House? Um, no, I'm mixing up. The Devil yeah. Rides Out is the one where the magician... Uh, it's the, so it's the three friends, and yeah. one of them has joined the magic group. Yeah. And they're trying to stop him from having his dark baptism. Yeah, yes. I was talking about Legend of Hell House. Ah, oh, right. So it's like, uh, No, so Legend of Hell House is the group of scientists who go into the... Right, house. okay, I was mixing up with House of Thousand Corpses. Okay, yes. So, yes. Right, so why did you think Legend of Hell House was a strange choice there? I don't know now. It just seems a little bit of an obscure... Uh, as much as I love it, it does seem a bit of an obscure see, movie to have introduced. But we were, we were trying to to have ones from different decades. 
Yeah, I think we were, we were just yeah. mixing it up. I yeah. think we must have ended up talking about it in some way because a, a lot of the time that's how we used to yeah. used to plan it. A lot was almost like, if well, we we've we've talked one, about this one. We'll this. That's that's yeah. when we went off on a massive <laughs> horror comedy thing later on, where it was like, well, we mentioned the monsters, might as well watch it. So, <laughs> and and I regret nothing. Who does? But um, yeah, Legend of Hell House. I think I I actually think that's a good film because that's kind of you've got stuff in there like if it's a bit stone tape it's a bit mm, haunting yeah. yeah but it's yeah it, it's trying to bring some science into it yeah I, th- I think that's where it, ah, yeah. that's where it came from prince of darkness because prince of darkness you you yes. you really like the fact that they were doing the scientific yeah. explanation of evil that's in terms right. of like um quantum theory and stuff like that you know sort of uh, and matter and antimatter and things yeah. like that and i think that's where we went down the legend of hell house although obviously Slightly more pseudoscience, yeah. shall we say? But yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we then we covered Castlevania the first season. Yeah, I that... still haven't watched the second season. I didn't know there was. Yeah, second season is out I now on Netflix. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought mean, that was great. I mean, that was for yes. Yeah, I feel bad actually because I thought that was great. You didn't even know there's a second series, and neither yeah. of us have watched the second series. Yeah. We should really address yeah. that, and but is it not necessarily been so on the much, show? But yeah. so much else that's been coming out. Oh and... yeah, I mean. It's trying to catch up with yeah. everything, isn't it? And again, you know, we've we have got a hundred years of films to to get through. So uh, right, so I'm being surprised quite a lot here because I really thought Castlevania was way further in the future, and also Big Trouble in Little China. So I've, it is funny how far back they were. Yeah, so that was between episodes five and six. See, yeah. It doesn't seem like two years ago. No, but, that's uh, crazy. I think Big Trouble was a birthday choice, as I recall. Yes. yes. Yeah, I think it was my birthday gift to Chris was that uh, he had to see Big Trouble in Little China, even if it was entirely. I do feel like topic. my life is is nearly complete now. <laughs> <that I've... laughs> uh, then House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses. So, sorry. So, uh, is it a slasher? What's what's the? I, oh, no, um, I suppose it is. Yeah. Go, go. No, what what mix it up here? I mean, what it's... would you call it? It is a slasher movie, effectively. There's no supernatural elements. Oh, no, there is, because Dr. Satan. Um, yeah. But to begin with, it is just... Again, is he supernatural? They're getting, again, and this was my... I think yeah. I brought this up on the episode. It doesn't feel supernatural. It's about yeah. a hick family who kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have that slug mouth thing that just turns up for no reason whatsoever. That, that is why... I that that was where I that's where I had to draw the line and make it a dream as like a, a, yeah. a fever yes, state fit yes. because it was kind of like I really enjoyed the film especially when it the whole point was meant to be right you want to meet Doctor Satan it's this sad old fuck here who we've been taking the piss out of for yes. the past hour and that I really liked as a sort of but then weirdly enough do I go to a carnival ride gore fest from Rob Zombie for you know. A, a, a realistic a, well a sort of well not only that but also like a theory on the nature of banality of evil it's not really <laughs> it's yeah you can have a treatise on that but not necessarily in the same one where there's like sasquatch videos and sort of yeah <laughs> so all right so what was the reason particularly for that i mean that that is your favorite rob zombie film is that right uh, well, I, actually, I prefer Lords of Salem now, which I know is okay. controversial. Um, but with uh, who? Not Adam. No, 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 I love no Lords of Salem. A lot of people didn't. Although um, apparently Dean said he watched it fairly recently, and he said it hasn't aged that well. Oh, particularly. really? Yeah. Which is, I, and I'm kind of afraid to go back and prove <laughs> that. Yeah. Because I, I like it in my head. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
I might just leave it as a as a memory. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we covered that because I really liked it, and we both like the style and the aesthetic of it. Um, hmm. It's got Sid Haig in it. Like it's. Yeah, I think it was to introduce a few sort of a few sort of horror regulars as well as. Um, again, I think we were trying to jump the styles as much as possible. Yeah. So it was like it was almost like you know filling you full of e numbers. Yeah. You know, and just to sort of like right, just wait until his head explodes and then see what happens. <laughs> uh, we then followed so, that with the void. Yeah, so the void I really liked. So that was a, a more modern, independent. Yeah. The void. Yeah. The void. I think we literally. I think we watched it because I bought it when it came out. Yeah. And it was like. Right, I've bought the void. It's fucking brilliant. We've got to watch yeah, it, yeah. and then yeah. So and uh, did it, it had elements of Event Horizon type of yeah, yeah all yes. coming out a lot know, of so like sort of tentacly yeah blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, a uh, friend of the show, Daryl, I was talking to last week, and as I've just said, we have booked up all of our recording episodes till August. Yeah. Which is all of our airing episodes till October, possibly. Um, but he would very much like to come in for an Event Horizon oh, uh, yeah. discussion, That'd and I think we we definitely need to do that. So if anything, we are on I, the case, Daryl. Yeah. If anything, just so I can show off on Instagram my plasticky Ooh. box. That yeah, oh, that Event is Horizon a lovely, lovely box. It is my lovely Event Horizon box. Uh, and then we watched Silent Hill. Yeah. Yes. So Silent Hill, I'd seen in the cinema. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did like Same, it. Yes. And yeah. I, that's right. To yeah. see it with new eyes again. Yeah. Uh, the witch, um, which was awesome. Yeah. So that was in my top. That's that's right up there. Definitely mm. the witch that had everything that I like about a a horror film. Really. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm pleased to hear that. Um, yeah. Um, also, she has. Ju- I just watched Glass last week, um, and she's one of the main characters in oh, the, she's back the in girl that. who plays the witch. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Because she's in Split. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you not seen Glass yet? I've not seen Glass yet. Then I, I won't spoil it. And Thank I've you. still got my Black Phillip on the shelf. I've still got mine on the shelf as well, <laughs> yeah. I was, that picture you sent through of him butting your butt yeah. was just, yeah. At least he wasn't pinting your butt. Yeah, <laughs> well, there might have been more words about what I'm setting up here. <laughs> but The Witch, now I think that was, I mean, I remember I remember we were, I think it was, it was a, it was one where we came out a slightly low energy. But well, I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. that it's stuck with you as a good one because I think, yeah, uh, it is a cracker. So I think that is the only prop 50 episodes in. I think that is the only problem with the format uh, that we currently do of watching the film and then immediately calling. Yeah, yeah. it's films yeah. like that. Although they're really good, we come out and we don't sound like that. Although we go, oh, yeah, that was amazing. But like, you just, you're not coming out, you know, it's not like when we come out of big trouble and yeah. we're just like, yeah, get the beers out, let's yeah. go, boom. Yeah. Like you just you don't always come out that infused, but um, yeah. So we have to try and maybe maybe we sh- maybe we'll we'll look into it as a maybe we'll do it as a homework piece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That if we're going to watch something a bit more. Uh, yeah. When it's slightly yeah slightly less troublesome. Yeah. Well, slightly less. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we cover a quiet place, we'll uh, we'll all watch it separately. Huh? Shh. Sorry. Quiet place. Um. <laughs> Which is then followed up by the rip off. I'll show you my bird box if you show me yours. Number 11, we then followed up Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat, that, oh, was, so that was great. That was the, uh, what was it called, Anthology? That is the Anthology yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, our first Anthology yeah. movie, actually, yeah. Yeah. 
then Halloween 3. So we must have been moving... We This must have been the Halloween season. Yes. yes. So, yeah, so yeah. we did October, didn't we? We did yeah. Trick or Treat, Halloween 3, and then Ghost Watch was our yeah. final. Yeah, so I, I didn't quite get as much out of Ghost Watch as you and Jennifer. Yeah. And I think... So I didn't have any nostalgia for it, and it did break the spell because it looked so different again uh, which again, is what you're yeah, saying about yeah. that I just it's like it, it, it was great to watch mm. but it just yeah it didn't doesn't, affect me quite the same it doesn't way. look like TV now no yeah. and also I think if you it, it looks like TV as we were growing up and where you're just slightly younger it's something that you may not have been yeah, yeah well, as I, intrinsically aware like of I didn't watch the, yeah. much probably much TV I, I definitely watched some films when I was younger but yeah, yeah I didn't seem to have quite the broad Fucking hell, the TV's never off. It was never yeah. off in my house. Um, also, just to point out as well, um, our friends over at the Oblong Babysitter also covered Ghostwatch on an episode. Um, yeah, and they went really in-depth with it, and yeah. that was good as well. So if you enjoyed uh, our Ghostwatch episode, go and listen to theirs. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think there's an element of it looks a bit like a spoof. I think that might be it. It's, it's hard for me not to feel like I think it's... And that's what we said at the time, I think. There, there wasn't spoof documentaries yeah, okay. then. There are yeah. now, but back then there was no such thing. Yeah. So you didn't immediately that's it. I, go... I can totally understand how it would have looked the first time round. Mm. Yeah. I have to say, well, if you mentioning the Oblong Babysitter, that's something I think we should take pause and say is the one thing that's been great about the... Or one of the great things about doing this podcast is that we now have you know we've been in contact with other people doing podcasts like the Oblong Babysitter um, and obviously like not for everyone not for everybody yeah Uh, not for everyone podcast and then both of those go and listen to them immediately well as soon as we've finished you know because obviously every every sentence is gold we've established this Um, but yeah certainly you know they're great people you know there's a lot of really cool people yeah yeah and I like the way that their uh, their podcast has changed as well. So they started with a, a sort of similar uh, format to us, and now they do like a news segment and stuff. And like, yeah. I quite like that. I think yeah, I think it works really well. Um, well, we're coming into our third year, so yeah, oh, yeah, it could be say, time for a format start upgrade. Mixing it up. Who's in charge of that? Building. Who's who's the producer here? <laughs> Depends on what I've had to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. Uh, oh, that chili pizza though. Oh, oh yeah. Too hot. Yeah. Sorry. Was, it, was this? Sorry, we we went to a gig uh, on Friday night in London, and we came out, and we'd all been drinking, and they had a, what looked like a meat feast pizza, by the slice, because we were in Camden. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'll have some of that. And when we bit into it, it was caked in a layer of chili flakes. You know how you would sesame seeds. Yeah. That's yeah. how it was with chili flakes. It was like a layer rather than a. Did you all manage to get through it? I finished it. Did you? Yeah, I was yeah. bloody hungry. Ooh, yeah. But you paid the price. Well, I think usually I'd have demolished that before we got to the train station. It actually kept me going through most of the train. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And we, yes, we went to see the men that will not be blamed for nothing. Yes. The amazing steampunk band. Go and listen to them as well. Yes, on their ten-year tour. I yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the. Fifth, sixth time we've seen them now. Something um, like that, yeah. Yeah, always entertaining. Always. So, yeah. Well, so I saw Andrew O'Neill. So I was looking forward to seeing the band, and yes. I missed it due to being wonderfully well. <laughs> but but that meant that Chris Jones got to take my place. Yes, Chris right? Jones, who will be with us. Yeah. 
who on, will have been with us on the previous oh. episode. <laughs> See, Elvis, see, we clocked it, mate. Oh, jumping's going to mess with me. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. You know what else will mess with your critters? Yeah. Yes. Now, I love that film and yeah. I need to rewatch it because I haven't seen it since then. So it's and now that was a long time ago. It's been a year and a half now, so that's definitely... Also, we had um, we had a guest on that episode. We had yes. Dean. Yes, we did. Yeah. First Dean episode. Was, yes. that first was that the first guest? No, the first no, guest. Silent Hill... Did we have Sharon on? We did have Sharon. No, yeah. we had Sharon on for the ritual. But yes. Yes. What, what, what did we have Adam on for? Or was that just an ask? Welcome to horror. I think that might Adam because uh, he sent in the that qu- was yeah that was question. his question about yeah. um, yes. So we did stuff for yeah, a younger we, audience. So we did a bonus episode with That's Adam. Right. But yeah, yes. I think this was the, I think that might have been our first with with a guest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on that note, actually. Um, a big announcement for our 50th, 50th episode. There is going to be a side project going up alongside Welcome to Horror. Um, I'm not sure how many episodes it's going to be as yet. Um, but as Adam has drawn his line in the sand, as is his right to do, he has refused to ever watch Sabrina. Uh, I haven't refused to ever watch it. I'm just not. Just not. Gonna I'm not going to make the effort. That's there fair. we go. That's fair. Yeah. That's if fair. someone, if it's there, I'd seen it. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, but uh, Lady Jennifer and myself are big fans, uh, and season two has just come out. So I think we, what we might do is a a catch up on the whole of season one, maybe, uh, just as a general. This is what happened in the whole of season one, and then go through it episode by episode of season two. But we're still trying to work it out. But I think Adam, I've been discussing quite a lot with him uh, because it came into yes. in line with his ask question. Um, so we have been discussing that. Uh, and you're watching them, aren't you, Chris? To Not yet. Degree. Not uh, yet. So I'm still working my way through Game of Thrones, which okay. we managed to get through one episode a night. So that takes up the watching time. That's fair. But we want to try and catch up because obviously season eight is yes, is it's currently it's, it's happening. Out the first episode. Yeah. Yes. Out. yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So hopefully, keep an eye out. At some point, there will be a a side project of. Uh, Myself and Lady Jennifer discussing uh, Sabrina. Exciting times. Exciting yes. times. Um, sorry. So uh, yeah, thanks, Killing. Yeah. So that one. that was the first low budget. That was the first like zero budget movie. Yeah. Now, are we ever gonna beat that? I uh, was thinking uh, when we were talking today about covering our birthdays and what we should watch. And I would quite like to go back to brilliant zero-budget movies uh, and possibly cover It's My Party and I'll Die If I Want To Cool. by Scotchworthy Productions. Mm. Um, yeah, because I totally love that film. And they're doing High on the Hog. It's just been released on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't purchased it yet, but I definitely will. Back with Sid Haig. Yes. Again. Um, so Scotchworthy, their first feature production was It's My Party and I'll Die If I Want To. Yeah, and now they're putting out much bigger films. Um, so I've sort of followed them all the way through their through their careers. Um, yeah, and it's been wonderful. And I would like to get you in on the ground floor. Sounds good. Back at the, the film that, that got Started me hooked. Started it all. I'd like, I, I think if, in terms of low budget as well, I'd, I think it's fairly low budget. I would really like to watch... Um, uh, Peaches Christ's film. Uh, oh, all about evil. Yes, with that Natasha Leone. It's a 
fantastic movie. And again, fair, that's a fairly low budget, as yes. I recall. Yes, yeah. it is, yeah. But that, yeah, that would be one I think we should definitely think about. Without a doubt, yeah, yeah, definitely need to get get back on that one. Um, yeah, I've not seen it in a year or so, so. Because I think originally we had thought with Thanks Killing we were going to then watch Thanks Killing Part 3 because there's no Part 2 because... Yes. Uh, the whole point of part three is that the, someone's nicked the script for part two or yeah, something like yeah. that. And yeah, then you, brave soldier that you are, you went ahead and wreckied for us and just said, "No, we're not watching Thanksgiving yeah. Part Three for because we we thought well we've done thanks we've done Thanksgiving this year because again it followed on from the Halloween yeah. episode yeah. so we were doing it for we were doing it for thanks uh, Thanksgiving yeah but yeah um, yeah no I've, I've tried twice to watch Thanksgiving Two and. Both times I have got about fifteen <laughs> minutes in and decided I just can't take it anymore. That's fair enough. So, um, I say it's, it's a much bigger budget, but it it's just not as for less return. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a shame. It, it yeah. lost its charm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely did, which is a shame. Um, yeah, sorry. Right, if we're going to get through all these, yeah, yeah, sorry, um, gents. That's all right. So, uh, so then we're into our Christmas season. Krampus, great. Krampus again. Uh, Michael Doherty, who did uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Rare exports, our first foreign language. Movie. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Is it our only foreign language? Movie no, today? we've done. Uh, there is Pan's Labyrinth. Yes, as well. Yes, you're right. We should do some J horror at some point as well because. Oh God, yes. Yeah, we really yeah. need to get involved. Funnily enough, I've never seen any of those. Have you not? Oh well, yeah. Was, uh, we we see what, why? Why can't you tell me these things when? Arrow Films just released the ring on Blu-ray, so I can justify it. But yeah, there we go. So, and I was going to say we should start at where it all kicked off. Yeah, because the ring the was ring. the thing that really—that's the one that got big in the West. Yeah, yeah, that's what really. Yeah. Have, have you heard about the Grudge versus the Ring? No. Which I was like, that shit. That's so shit. It's a really good idea. Basically, someone's uh, someone views the, the cursed videotape. Yeah. So, to save them, they put them in the house where the grudge is. Like So, the spirits are duking it out about yeah. who Who's gets possession of the person. So, it's kind of like, that oh, like that maybe so cancel each other yeah. out. That sounds really good. And I was like, that's a fucking genius idea. I apologise for doubting you. Because <laughs> it just seemed like such a sort of like, just, oh, they're both like Japanese ghosts with long hair. Obviously, they'll just go together. You know? and it's yeah. like, although, did you know about the Freddy versus Jason thing with Pinhead? No. There was going to be at the end of Freddy vs. Jason, there was meant to be them duking each other in hell, and then a door opens and Pinhead comes through and goes, Can I help you, gentlemen? Yes, yes, but, I did hear that. Um, <laughs> see, now that would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, then so, we did our, oh, our bonus Christmas episodes. So we did uh, Crooked House yeah. by Mark Gatiss, yeah. and then we followed it up with two of the, uh, uh, one old and one new. Uh, ghost yeah. stories for Christmas. Yeah. So we had the original whistle and I'll come to you, and then we followed it up with view from the hill, which I just love. It's great. I still like whistle and I'll come to you because of and I've forgotten his name. Oh, Michael Horndon. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Doing stuff. <laughs> uh, and then we covered it. So that would have remake. been that would have been the 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 start of the next year, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, eighteen episodes. So yeah, we're yeah. heading into. So yeah, so Look, we had our most continuous. likes ever on that one. I don't know if you know this, but the bloke who wrote it <laughs> has written has written some other books, <laughs> right? 
And apparently they're going to do films of them all. Whoa. Yeah. So they're going to be killings. Lords. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tales of Terror, we then did. I think that's our longest episode just because... It I apologise to everyone's numb bum. Seven. seven minutes. Everyone's numb bum for because it was. I think it was. Was it? Was it your first Vincent Price? Yeah. Your yeah. first Peter Laurie. Your first yeah. um, Basil Rathbone. Yeah. It was Edgar Allan Poe story. First Edgar Allan Poe story. First Roger Corman film. Yeah. First Poe cycle. Roger Corman film. We yeah. got way too excited on that one. Yeah. I've got to admit, but you know, I think it was justified. Uh, then we visited Horror yeah. on Sea. Oh yeah, well, we saw some great, great stuff. We saw loads of stuff. The snarling, that yeah. was brilliant. Yes. Um, you purchased that this year. Didn't I you, purchased we it this year again. when we went so back because we it's... need to watch that again. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, because I think we only did it because uh, obviously we. I think a lot of the stuff we did on Horror on Sea, we always try and keep it a bit, like we did with the 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 hor- the theatre, yeah. the horror thing, is we just try to keep everything spoiler free. Yeah. yeah. So maybe now the snarling's been out for a while. We could do it properly. It would, and also people can get hold of it yeah. and see it. Yes. And That's then, a good idea. Yeah. And then that we can talk about it because idea. I would really get your notebook out. Writing it down in the notebook and, right now. And no ifs, no buts, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Jennifer has to join us on that one because she was there the first time. Yes. Then, so yeah. Excellent. Yes, we should definitely get on the case with that one. Yeah. Uh, we saw some great stuff though. Some great shorts. That was Devil Town. Uh, yes. Nick, Nick Barrett's uh, film. He still, he still follows us on Instagram. God yeah. bless him. Oh, excellent. so yeah. thank you very much. Uh, we then, oh, we then did the. You did the three bonus episodes, Adam, where you read. Oh the, yeah. Uh, yes, I forgot about that. And yeah, because the one story that I didn't read because it is it's stream of consci- consciousness by Edgar Allan Poe, who already kind of writes like Stream of Consciousness. Yeah. So in the end, it was like, fuck it, I'm not doing the fourth one, because there, no, there was no way on earth I was ever going to not do it. Uh, and then we lightened it back up again uh, with Funny Man. Sort of, sort of light, kind of weird. lots of colours going on. Yeah. Again, Dean came back for that one. He did. Yeah, and I, th- I think actually the, the trouble is is that you got stuff like Funny Man, particularly Thanks Killing. I think we got such a low ratio of listenership on that mm. just because no one could get hold of it yeah yeah I think and I think funny man you... might have suffered in a similar way yeah you know I think that's the thing yeah um yeah that, that, uh, we found that with the it episode as well like mm. it, it was oh, e- a lot of people listened because it was easy for them yeah. yes of course yeah go and say. uh and then uh, following that discussion we then watched the ritual because that uh, had just been released yeah the week it, it yeah. dropped yeah yeah, because actually it been it been out over. We found out it been over here for a year on DVD. Yeah. But it had just got on Netflix, particularly yeah. in the states, and everyone was really yeah fucking excited for it. And it's still that I still think was a great film, wonderful yeah. film, and that we had Sharon in for. We yes. did because yes. and weirdly enough, because we were trying to work out what we were going to watch with Sharon, we were I think we were going to do Rocky Horror, which seemed like the that obvious choice. Sense. Yeah, and then we were like sort of oh look. This is out. This is we out. We yeah. really, really, really should do yeah, that. And then Sharon got pushed back. Yeah, quite a while. And then Sharon came in and was like, "Oh, I've just seen. I've seen this thing." Or no, I think uh, a fella had seen it. I think yes. another had seen it, and it was like, "You've got to get the guys yeah. to watch that." And it all just again fell into place really nicely. Yeah, it was a wonderful episode. Uh, then Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. which uh, we know how much of a fan you were of Bride. Yeah. Uh, oh, then back to John Carpenter for In the Mouth of Madness and Sam Neil. And Sam yeah, Neill yeah, again. That's great. 
and Jurgen Proch now and yeah. the bloke from Ghostbusters 2 and just hundreds of really cool people. And I think also that that's our third Carpenter at this point, isn't it? Because it's Big Trouble, uh, yes, Prince of Darkness, yes, yeah. and then mouth, In the Mouth of Madness. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then it was your birthday, Adam, so we then watched we got, Death Line. Which Death I thought Line. was excellent. You liked better than you previously liked yes, it. Yes, I liked it more than I remembered it, but I, I still didn't think it was a good film. You still wouldn't rush back to it. No. Uh, Why don't you go back to planting pot on the people expect <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then we brought Claire in uh, for Prevenge. Oh, yeah, from yeah. a heavily, from from a deeply pregnant woman's point yeah. of view. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> A womb, a womb with a view. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and then Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so back to foreign language movies again. Um, the horrible guy. Yeah. The skinny man yeah. with the, the thin man or skinny man. No, thin man, yeah. Skinny man's like something to do with Prodigy, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, then Carry On Screaming. It was yeah. to lighten it up a bit I, there. I love that leap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Carry on screaming. I yeah. don't know how we got there. I really <laughs> don't. Uh, and then I got a bit selfish here because we had Monsters Go Home yeah. followed by Dr. Terror's House of Horrors. I don't think Dr. Terror would count as a selfish thing there because that's that's that was that was Chris's first Peter Cushing. It was, uh, yes. More Cushing for the pushing. 29 episodes in. I know. It was a sickening truth. But then followed that, and equally, what the hell, uh, The Thing. Yeah. You yes. get to till episode 30. But, but yeah, I think I think the problem is if you leap into the like the real gold too early, yeah. you peak too soon, then everything after it is going to be shit. So I think we've done a yeah. good job of showing you, like not showing you, oh, we're going to do a couple of crap ones, then we'll do a really good one. But I think we've done a good, a fairly good job looking through it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, of sort of covering all of the subgenres and all of the decades. Yeah, we're getting we're getting there slowly but surely, and everything. I think you've got you've got a bluffer's guide. Well, actually, yeah. no, I, th- I don't think it's even a bluffer's guide. I think you've got like a f- I think you've got a fairly good footing, sir. I was going to say, yeah. After after this amount of time, I think fifty movies in. Yeah. Plus a bit of homework. I think you've uh, I think you've nailed it. Uh, then we had our ask. Welcome to horror. Yeah. Uh, followed by you'll know what we did last summer, which was a bit like this, where we just talked about yeah, it was our catch up. You'd yeah. you'd, you'd met you'd been to Vegas and met Bobby. That's and right. Yes, I'd uh, I'd got involved with this small figure thing, <laughs> this <laughs> tiny person, tiny beast. Um, yeah. So. Um, then House on Haunted Hill. So back to black and white again. And that was yeah, and that was our introduction to Mr. William Castle. Yep, a huckster extraordinaire. I'm very glad that we did because that uh, it was that that led me to go out and get the box set uh, of the the William Castle box set, and there was a couple of movies in there that I hadn't seen, so I was very pleased to go back and do that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what the remake was. There was a remake in there of oh, it was um, Old Dark House. Ah yes, yeah. uh, with yes. Fenella Fielding. Yes, from Carry On Screaming. Yeah, and yeah, that was really good. So if cool. anyone hasn't seen that, definitely take the time. It's mental. Um, then we watched a dark song. Yeah, so that, that was quite different. That was quite a, um, a slow, but fascinating, very real seeming yeah. kind of ritual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that stands out for me as one of the best things we've. Yeah, very unique. And it's also that is if probably if you've not seen if you've not seen The Witch, 
see the witch. Yes. Yeah. But also, I would imagine a number of people have not seen a dark song. Yes. And really, no questions asked. Fucking watch it because it was it was weird because obviously we've covered some stuff that we've covered some stuff that you're not keen on. Yeah. And things like that. And a dark song was a real surprise for me. How much you really rated it because I was like oh it's because it is quite yeah. real it's quite sort yeah. of you know and intense and yeah um yeah it does go to some very dark places and it is very slow moving and it is very gloomy feeling movie um I think they keep it compelling yeah, yeah. all the way through yeah it's just so good and that should be that that I would that is the one I'd flag yeah out, out of all the ones that you pretty much everything I would recommend watch mm. that we've watched yeah but a dark song, if you've not caught up with it or if you're not aware of it or whatever like that, change that because that is a film that should be much bigger and yeah. m- receive much more love. Absolutely agree. It's yeah, phenomenally good film. Uh, and then we covered uh, Rocky Horror. Don't think we need to say any more yeah. about that. Uh, then we covered The Worst <laughs> Witch and Bottom. Yeah, uh, so which... I still love The Worst Witch. I still love Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, Tim Curry's birthday yesterday. Actually. Yes, it so, was. Um, yeah, so happy birthday and, to Tim Curry. And also, I always forget uh, when he's the um, chief wizard or whatever it is. I think. Grand wizard. Grand yeah. wizard. Thank you. Unfortunate naming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I just see Donnie. Yes, I do too. Yeah. I Good. don't know if he's seen it. We should. We should ask him. Well, previous, yeah, well, uh, yes, he should cover it. that. Yes. Yeah. I do see it. Yes. Um. Actually, I showed him Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time. He'd never seen that, and then he came round here one night and we watched it. Um, and well, then two weeks later, he went to a Halloween party as, uh, as Frankenfell. So that had an effect. Yes, it, it definitely worked for him. Um, uh, then we had our second hashtag, Ask Welcome Tora. We've not had any of those uh, for a while. We've been saving Bobby's one um, yeah. for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's got any... Hashtag ask welcome to horror. Send us your questions and we will try and entertainingly answer them yeah. as best we can. Uh, oh, and then, then 12 kilometres. Yeah. Uh, Mike Pecht's uh, fi- uh, short film yeah. yep. that he actually, you contacted him and he yep. allowed us he to view. He gave us access to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what, what a brilliant film. Again, that's something that should be more out there. Definitely, yes. yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, I, I think it's being sort of slowly. They're still sort of slowly letting it out in small batches, like um, a fart in a lift. <laughs> but a nice fart, yeah. That we really oh, enjoy. A, a really good fart <laughs> that that brings pleasure to everyone. Yes. And, um, and Mike Petchy does the. Is it in love with the process? Yes, in love he with does. the process. Yeah, and he posts yeah. some great. You know, fascinating yeah. looks it's behind the, the scenes, and I was going to say, yeah, the stuff that he does behind the scenes is really, and, and I find that stuff fascinating as well. As much as I enjoy watching the movie, yeah, uh, actually knowing about how they were uh, produced and made, yeah, it, it, it can be just as, and I miss that. They used to do it in the nineties, I think, when a big film was coming you out, like the, the new of. Indiana Jones or whatever. Yeah, they'd give you like a behind the scenes with no spoilers and. T- but but always with a weird actor. Yeah. Where it always <laughs> be like, hi, I'm Robert Culp. I'm not in Batman Returns. <laughs> but in Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, and it'd just be on like a Saturday afternoon at four o'clock or something weird for like twenty five minutes. But yeah. it used to be brilliant. I used to love that. See, I th- again, this is something I think that where you like. DVD and Blu-ray and stuff like that. That's why I still cling to physical Physi- media yeah. because you still do get that. Yeah, and it's it's one of the few 
one of the few selling points that it probably still has for people yeah. is that you will get that additional content. And believe me, there's plenty of fucking commentaries out there that are amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. But I guess there's nothing to stop them releasing them. Oh, no, they, well. that's, that's what I mean. They, they should, but they reason. haven't. And I've, yeah, but then I think that that is... I wonder if there's that much of a market for it. People, people, want, people will want to watch the latest film. They won't necessarily give a shit how yeah, how you yeah. made it. So I remember thinking this when I was looking for the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, and like they said, oh, you can't find it digitally online. It's, yeah. you know, it's not um, not on any stream services. But then it did come on. I think it might have been Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It was on one of them for a while, and I thought, well, that's interesting. Perhaps they are starting to put on the mm. less requested. I think again. I think it is just one of those things where they're probably. There probably isn't that much online. There's probably not that much of a demand for it. Yeah. It's the same way where you could, you know, you could go on there and type in Iron Maiden and get the entire discography because Iron Maiden are a huge band. Yeah. But you know, you put in the sniveling shits, you probably won't get find that many people have got yeah, stuff yeah. <laughs> stuff available. It's true. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's and it's a it is a good thing for collectors as well. So mm. it, it does urge you to go out and buy the physical meat rather than just. Oh, I'll just buy the download for, yeah. and for the same money and get no extras, and you get it instantly, but you miss out on all the extra content. Yeah, so. and I think also, like we've said before, they do fuck around with stuff a bit. Yeah, you know, and it's like in twenty years' time, if this if that line was unacceptable, that's um, yeah, like is it still gonna, yeah. no, but seriously, yeah. is it still going to be in there? Yeah. Are you going to be like Winston Smith sat there going? I've got this on Blu-ray, and they do say that word. I just thought then they should be able to show you every version, so you you know you'd have clips a, of every... a lot. A lot of it disappears. It's yeah. like it's like the the redone voice on Tom and Jerry cartoons. Yeah, you can uh, if you put in Tom and Jerry online, it's the redone housekeeper's voice. And again, and this is the thing when people say about remakes, they go, "Well, yeah, they're remaking it, but no one's going to come and take the old version off your shelf." No, they're not. But you can't get hold of the original Star Wars without all the pissing about with it yeah. on bleeding Blu-ray. So it, they have effectively taken that away from me because unless I hook up a VCR, I can only watch the ones that have been dicked around with, which yeah. is annoying. But, um, but it's a party, so we're going to celebrate and we're yeah. going to say an American Werewolf in London, which we did. We've obviously spoken about earlier, but yeah. that was our next yes next yes. one along. And then that uh, took us up to Christmas. Yes, last Christmas yeah. when I gave you my fart, and the very next day you gave it away. <laughs> I'm going to save it for someone special this year. Just tell <laughs> uh, so we covered Stone Tape yep. and a warning to the curious this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, Stone Tape, pretty much the legend of Hell House. Yeah. It, it, it sort of, you know, with with slightly more grounding in science, but you were still baffled by the computers, weren't you, Chris? <laughs> yeah. What is she typing in? I need to know. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Demons, we then followed that up with, one of my all-time favourites. Was Dean in on that one? Uh, yes, I believe he was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we covered Bandersnatch, oh, which yes. was uh, a the Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, a step out of horror slightly, but not too far. Uh, Depending how, how far down you fucking drop, <laughs> I tell you. This is true. Uh, horror, horror at sea. Yeah. Our second, The Return. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't quite know what's going on with that there, Chris. Is just it's because we're by the sea. It's the yeah. waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow, I don't think that can be the real audio. No. It must be something to do with the loading. Sorry, Weird. people. We're looking at the episodes and scrolling on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, and, and the wave files are looking wavy. Yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> um, kill list. 
Thank you, Adam. That's yeah. all right. That was <laughs> that was that was an interesting one. We also had that as an ask from uh, Bobby, didn't we? What are the most divisive films? Yeah. Kill list doesn't count, as yes, he put it. Yeah. So it's like, well, I think you've answered your own question there, did? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, sorry, Bobby. You did send us another question. We will answer that next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kill list. Uh, then we had our friend Wes in to cover Doctor Fibes. Yeah. yeah, the abominable Doctor Fibes. Oh, Wonderful film. And speaking of extras. Um, Bonable Doctor Fives. Uh, if you buy it on Blu-ray, you get the League of Gentlemen talking about it. Yes, which is really good, and you can sort of see. Yeah, we discussed that on the episode, and I still haven't gotten around to watching it with that, but I, I oh, need to do that. Worth definitely worth. Um, and we're now almost up to date, so we won't spend too long. Uh, yep. Then we covered Leprechaun for the, St Patrick's Day. Yes, yeah, yep. uh, excellent. The Evil Dead. Uh, oh, actually, talking of Leprechaun, I would like to point out. I know I think I skipped over it at the time. Um, somebody said I made they thought I'd made a slightly racist comment on there because uh, I said oh it's St Patrick's Day but we're not drinking Guinness we're not savages uh, I would like to point out I'm not a racist I am a beer ponce so just so everyone's well aware. there you go I think <laughs> I prefer you to be a racist but <laughs> there are worse crimes yeah but as I, say, I sort of said somebody said well, that could have come across very racist. I, I, think, I, 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 I just took that as you meant Guinness drinkers, yes. not necessarily the Irish. Not the Irish, yes. No. Good. I'd like to clear that up. Uh, then The Evil Dead and Friday yeah. the 13th remake. With yeah. Uncle Drew. With uh, which, Uncle Drew. Which I apologise for my non-attendance. I have been thoroughly slapped across the wrist, buttocks, anus and eyes. We've not received a letter from your mother yet, though, so uh, we're uh, yeah, still holding good. out. Well, I've, yeah, well, I've got, I've got one, but it's a forgery. <laughs> I can write you one now if you no, want. I've got Ted to do it. <laughs> and prints and chewed on the side. We're, we're and remarkably that. looks exactly like my mum's <laughs> note. So. Um, and then, of course, we then covered Cabin in the Woods. And yeah. then we had Chris Jones in to cover yeah. Fright Night. Yes. Which brings us up to our present tense. And yes. Yeah, and Here where we we're and we're now going back in time to record that Friday night episode, and Chris has <laughs> just <laughs> arrived <laughs> at the door. Perfect timing. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Don't we love you all. Yeah. We do. Um, thank you for listening. Come back. Yeah, give us your feedback. Don't forget to send your hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror Questions, and we will see you for the Friday the Thirteenth remake next time. Bye. 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 You look confused. Yeah, Friday the 13th remake is already out. Oh, Fright God. Night remake. Fright Night. I meant Fright Night. <laughs> oh, piss it Marvellous editing. Jesus. I'm not editing it, I'm just uh, leaving it. Good. It's, it's, it's comedy gold. <laughs> it's just honesty, really. Yeah.